How are you? I am very well. How are you? Very good. Nah, not too good. I'm recovering from surgery. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, pretty, pretty hard, you know, like good thing. It's not, uh, not any like, uh, sorry, let me close here. I'm charging my phone. Yeah. The good, good thing, it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not a joint, you know, like it's much easier to recovery once I, once I'm clear to, you know, but I have only like 11 days. It's, it was kind of, you know, I had to open my, my ab, like lower ab. Mm-hmm gash that big Ooh. Ooh. and uh, my adductor as well uh, this problem it's a it called a sport hernia mm -hmm. oh uh, yeah yeah it's kind of yeah it is is it brutal on the body but you know i'll be i'll be 100 okay good that well, are you feeling okay though all things considered yeah yeah all thing everything good i think the worst you know the worst fast already you know like mm -hmm. First three days, four, four days was like terrible. Oof. But now I'm, you know, I'm moving around and I, I drove today a little bit. I went good. out a little bit. So good. It's getting good. Awesome. Awesome. And you're in Brazil right now, right? Yeah, I'm in Rio right now. Oh, okay. Right on. How, uh, how long are you going to stay in Brazil? Yeah, man. I'm going to stay here. Like, you know, I rent this place here for uh, until May 4th. So yeah, May. Okay, cool, cool. And you you haven't been doing any rolling in a while, huh? No no hitting the pads or anything like that. Nothing, man. Pretty much since the fight, you know, I I had a couple of sessions, but like I was trying to get the the right diagnosis for my case. Mm -hmm. What what was going on with me, but like <clears throat> nobody couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So I had to fly to Brazil to to really do a, a different type of uh, MRI. Uh, uh, it's a type of uh, MRI with movement. Oh. So I couldn't find anybody that does this type of examining in United States. So, and then I found these people here, they did that and then they found the problem. So I came here pretty much to, to get ready for my fight in May 15, but like I found that problem and I had to go under the knife. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm glad you guys spotted it, though. I'm glad you actually got some clarity, some understanding what's happening and and on the way to recovery. So that's good. I know because there's a lot of people that want to see you fight again. So I know we're all excited about what's next. Um, I know there's been rumblings about you and maybe Gagey. I know there's always the Islam fight. You know it, what? At this point, are you even thinking about that? Or is there are there is there a name out there that intrigues you the most at this time? Yeah, I think the division is, you know, it's it's been crazy in a while, but like now it cleared out a little bit. Khabib officially retired, and uh, now Oliveira and uh, uh, Chandler going for the belt. So now things are taking place. Uh, my focus right now is 100% on recovery. And yeah, like, you know, I think I'm a number seven right now in the rankings. I was scheduled to fight Tony on May 15, uh, but I had to to get you know surgery. But man, I'm I'm looking forward. You know, I was scheduled to fight this lunch twice. I got COVID in the, at first, and then he got sick on the second time, and uh, uh, I got booked with Felder, and I beat the higher ranking guy. I don't think uh, 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 
uh, uh, Islam beat any top 10, you know, like he needs to prove himself. Like I'm looking forward. I'm looking for guys ahead of me. I'm a former champion and uh, I'm looking for Gagey. I'm looking for the win of Oliveira and Chandler. I'm looking for guys ahead of me. Right on, right on. Speaking of that matchup right there with Oliveira and Chandler, who do you think takes the the bet the belt next, and uh, and how do you see that matchup playing out? Yeah, it's kind of hard to say because both guys are very uh, confident. Both guys are on their moment, you know. Like, and yeah, it was, I would say like. Uh, I want to see that fight, and Oliveira, he's been on fire, he beat Tony, and he's been very, you know, like, um, I believe fighter, fight, fighters is about the moment, you know, that they're leaving, the momentum, and uh, he's in a good momentum right now, uh, and uh, Chandler's as well, and he's, you know, he make his debut in UFC, he knocked out the number six on the ranking, and uh, he's on fire as well. So it's kind of hard to say something, you know, like can't wait to watch that fight and it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there, there's obviously the smoke is starting to settle here at 155. Like you talked about, things are starting to happen. Fights are getting booked. What, um, what made you decide, you know, 155 is where you want to want to continue your career and make a run for the title as opposed to 170? Yeah, like when I move up and I had a pretty successful run for the title, uh, I don't think many people believe on me when I move up. Uh, I didn't choose more for that division. I, I beat top contenders. Uh, I beat Safedin. I beat uh, 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 the tall guy, uh, Magni. And I beat the former champion, Robbie Lawler. I had to, you know, I built my way up and uh, I fought for the title. I lost in a close decision for Kobe, but, you know, and then I was, I was too much of my comfort zone, you know, like, you know, training, training wise. And, uh, and uh, I think when I decide to make the move, to move down and I, I, I don't want to be on UFC just to get my paycheck. Uh, of course, we all need money, but like, I, you know, I'm a very competitive guy. I don't want to be, you know, I want to be performing at my best. And my last fight, I think uh, I still have to make some adjustments for the division, but the weight cut was perfect. So I was just dealing with too, too many injuries for that fight. I had some shoulder injury and this injury, I, I, I already fought with that injury, this uh, sport hernia. And like, yeah, but like, I can't wait to get it fixed and uh, keeping my weight down. And uh, now I found, you know, you know, a good path, a good way to to keep my weight down. I had to change my whole, like, uh, pretty much my, like, get new habits and uh, of eating and taking care of my body. I'm 36, I got 43 fights, and, uh, you know, I'm taking good care of my body so I can't run longer. Um, what do you think about about uh, the, the matchup with Dustin and Connor, and would you be interested in taking maybe the, the winner or loser of that bout? Yeah, of course, man. Uh, you know, like two sophomores, and uh, I think me and Connor, we already have a history, and uh, anybody like uh, uh, ahead of me, you know, like I don't, I don't feel like I have to go back uh, and uh, 
fight the number 11 guy since we were booking our book already. So now I beat like top, like higher ranking guy. Now I got to, you know, looking forward, being a former champion, I know that I still have what it takes to, to you know, to, to, to get the belt again. But like, I know since I got this injury, things uh, slowed down a little bit, but I tr I'm trusting the process. God knows everything. And, uh, but of course, it's, I think like guys like Gagey and uh, a good matchup, fans want to watch that. If I have a fight corner and fans going to want to watch that too. Uh, Poirier, I think Conor and Poirier go, going again for, for the trilogy. And yeah, like in the meanwhile, I'm recovering and a lot of things can happen. But I, like I said, I'm looking forward to this you know, to break on that top five, you know, uh, contenders to be uh, among those guys. Absolutely. And so let's, let's say, you know, they need a, a filler fight eventually. Let's fast forward down the line and something happens and there's a title fight that falls through and they give you a call or there's a, a fight with Connor and that person falls through. Which, which fight would intrigue you more, the big money fight or another crack at the belt? Yeah, good question, man. Uh, I had the belt once, uh, and uh, you know, man, I would go like I, I always, you know, chasing like chasing the gold. That's uh, that's my goal. Uh, at the moment, right now, I'm I'm a type of guy that I always like. I want to conquer something, you know, like fighting Conor will be good for my, you know, for. For my legacy, Connor is a big name. He's a guy that you know changed the sport. Uh, he's a big name. Everybody want to fight him. Uh, the big money fight. We all need money, you know. But like, but I think like, no money can buy you know the title. You know, I have the belt at home, and uh, I would love to to recover the belt. And I think once I have the belt, I pretty much have like the right to, to call my shots, right? And, and then I can get later on the fight with him. I think yeah. I think that would be the, you know, that would be the way. But if I have to choose between the big money fight and the title fight, um, I would go for the title fight. Okay, good, good deal, good deal. Cause you know, there's a, obviously we all thought Dustin might get the next crack at the belt, but it looks like he was more interested in the money fight. And so that seems to be what's on the agenda for, for him this summer but um you know it's it's an exciting time there in in lightweight everybody's everybody's really good in the top five in the top 10 you know all these guys can be contenders so i know um dustin you know he him and connor running it back is going to be a, a big one do you, who do you think is going to win that fight if you have if you were a betting man oh man I think like uh, Connor uh, crack uh, 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 Dustin on the last one, but Dustin looked pretty good, and he I I don't think Connor expect for for him to mix it up mix up the takedowns so early on the fights and that uh, that mess mess his strategy a little bit. Connor is a great striker, and uh, but I don't think uh, he got the, the capability, the you know, the ability to make adjustments when when the fight doesn't go his way. You know, he's a great fighter when things 
going his way and he like he always capitalized on that but like when things doesn't happen his way and and he he have a hard time to make adjustments yeah but i think like i think i would put my if i had to bet i'll put my my you know my money on on dustin again okay okay yeah so <laughs> Uh, in a in a matchup between, because like you said, you and Connor have history. You and Makachev has have history at this point. So no, you're fine. So you know if if the the fight did come together with Connor in the future, what what uh, problems do you think you present uniquely that that he won't be able to handle, or maybe that he hasn't seen before? Oh man, I think. Uh... First of all, my, my cardio, my stamina at, at 55 is way better than 170 because I have to work harder. And, you know, like it's uh, five rounds, I go stronger. And even I had so many years fighting, I still got a pretty good chin and I don't, you know, I don't get hit much on my fights. And, uh, and uh, you know, like if I push my pace and use my kicks and mix up my takedowns, I think that that can uh, Connor can struggle with that a lot. Once uh, you know, like for a year, he doesn't have a great takedowns, and uh, he he you know that clinch game and knees and elbows. I do I do that game pretty well, and I think if I close the distance and stop mixing up with my kicks and just like you know do my game, you know do bring up my A game. I think that could uh, could uh, uh, it's a very I think it's a very bad, bad matchup for Connor. I'll tell you, when you and Connor were going to fight, I remember feeling worried for Connor. I was like, I don't know. Like, I know he's he's doing really well, but I just remember your style back then. And like you said, how you mix things up. And, you know, I just, I knew even back then, I was like, this is not the best matchup for Connor. So I, I think you against Connor, obviously fireworks is going to be a, it's going to be a good fight to watch. I hope it does come to fruition because I, I really think you bring uh, a very unique style that, like you said, he he definitely struggles with that, with the with the high volume mixing and mashing, and what you did to Robbie Lawler's legs. You know, that's uh, wow. that that was uh, impressive. So I'm sure he'd have to do a lot of studying before facing that. But um, <clears throat> you know, same same question with with the other guy you have history with, Makachev. You know, what unique problems do you think that you present towards that matchup, and do you think he's uh, do you think he's underestimating you with the way he keeps calling you out? Yeah, like, of course, people, uh, same thing. If they call Khabib out right now when he's not going to fight with me, but, like, what I'm going to say that he's running for me? No, he's he's retired. He's not going to, you know, he's he's on the top of, you know, he, he did good. He, like, he's retired, undefeated, and as a champion. So... Just because I'm not fighting him, like doesn't mean like I'm running for him. I fought, I fought all the killers in UFC. So I'm not gonna run for Michael Chad. He's a tough guy, but like I fought way tougher, you know, guys than him. And like, but like I said, I'm looking forward. You know, like he's looking forward to guys ahead of him in the rankings. I'm looking as well. You know, like and. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and but man, for me, Makachev, you know, like I know my stand-up game is better than his. And uh, once uh, I stopped his takedowns and, uh, you know, like when I was training for him, I was, I hired some judo guys because I know like he got a unique style of like, he got a lot of judo throws as well. 
uh, and then I hired some guys from the Olympic Brazilian Olympic team that were helping me here in Rio. Great uh, judo guys, and uh, it was very, you know, very good camping because you know, like I got to learn like how judo guys move, and mm -hmm. that was very good for me. And I trained with this guy for like two months. That's why when they change opponents like five days before the fight, I, I struggle a little bit because I was during two months training with, uh, you know, defending takedowns and training with the soft bars and five days before the four days before the fight and they come up with, you know, good striker, orthodox uh, Paul Felder. So it was kind of hard for me to, to make that adjustment on fight week during the weight cut. Mm -hmm. Well, props to you for taking the fight and making it happen. I know, like you said, that's no easy task and definitely a, a heck of a curveball. So you've handled it very well. What do you think about uh, about Tony versus Darnoosh? How do you think that matchup plays out? Yeah, man, Benio is a good friend of mine. We train together all the time. Hey, man, the guy, he's, if when it comes to hard work, nobody works harder than that guy. You know, he's motivator. And, uh, man, he's, uh, I think he, he's going to be, he's going to be Tony. I believe yeah. going to be another piece on that, on that. He's going to crack on that top five as well. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Benio has a great ground game. He's a very well-rounded guy. He's been working a lot on his wrestling. We see that Tony struggle uh, with ground game, with the wrestling, like Oliveira took him down and a couple of times and, and, uh, yeah, I think Benio gonna gonna bring some you know some difficulties to Tony. Tony's a you know is a tough guy, but yeah, he's been he's been taking a lot of punishment on his last couple fights, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's catching up to him right now. Think uh, Stipe is gonna be able to defend his belt against Francis, or do you have Francis in that matchup? Uh, man, I I have Stipe again. He's uh, he's. Uh, you know, he's a more well-rounded fighter, and uh, I think he's going to do a great strategy again. And uh, I always go in for him. He's, you know, he looks like a cool dude, and, you know, like, you know, hard worker, uh, serve his community, and uh, I like his style. Yeah. And uh, I, believe, I believe he's going to win again. Okay, cool, cool. So what I know, um, you know, you're in Brazil right now. When you come to America, who's some of your favorite guys to train with as far as sparring partners go or just a guy to push you in the gym? Uh, man, I like Ben Hill. Ben is a great guy. Yeah. Like, you know, like when I when I went, uh, I did my whole camp here in Novignon with Andre Pedernieres. And by the time I got back home, like 10 days prior to the fight, uh, I had been new, like he came over to my house, my garage, and he helped me out. As always, man, that guy's, you know, he's always game. Anytime yeah. I, you know, anytime I need him, he's always there for me. And uh, yeah, like when I'm in California, when it comes to MMA sparring and uh, anything else, uh, uh, yeah, Benio is a guy that always helped me out there. Right on, right on. I mean, he's 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 a very well-rounded guy himself, as are you. I would mean when when you guys fight, it seems like you're never really in trouble anywhere, you know, with the feet, with the hands, the clinch, you know, on the ground. So, you know, I know uh, it, it definitely shows in your style of fighting. 
who uh you know who, who's one of the guys as far as mental aspect goes that just that keeps you on your t- on your p's and q's that keeps you sharp motivated and contributes a lot to your success uh man um i actually i don't have that guy uh, you know i okay. i pretty much do everything on my own i was like uh, i was like you know training but like not having the reason that i decided to move my camp to brazil was because i was i was getting too much of my comfort zone and i need to remind myself where i came from and what what because it's easy for me to be in my house and on my garage and having the whole setup there for me and i just call guys and they come over you know they you know they train with me they hold meets it's different than you have to you know i kind of lost that you know that the feeling that getting on the car getting ready for a hard sparring session and uh you know with a lot of guys and i kind of found myself like losing that mm-hmm. and uh when i decided to move down i you know i contact jose aldo and uh he set up everything here for me with andre pedernares and i flew to brazil and i started the fight camp here and it was good for me to you know you know park my car and i had to to walk to the gym mm-hmm. on the favela uphill and you know and seeing like things that i you know that i grew up with and that make me forgot you mm-hmm. know what i came from and uh yeah and get on the gym with the, like was a, like a, a, a basketball like field you know like you know full of killers And on the first day of sparring, Andre Pedernera had like five guys jump in the cage with me and uh, small gloves and, okay, one guy every round. So that make me, that was a w- good wake up call. And I didn't have that feeling in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I decided to come over here. And that there, Andre is that guy right now, you know, uh, the, when it comes to mental, that question that you, that you ask me. He's the guy right now, you know, we always in touch and he's the guy that helped me a lot with that. Awesome. Do you train a lot with Jose or are you guys just more of a casual friends uh, on, on the side of mixed martial arts? Yeah, we kind of we kind of know each other for a long time. Uh, back in 2017, he came to California and we got together. He rewrote a little bit. And since that. Uh, I knew him like four years ago, but like ba- back in 2017, we trained a little bit and uh, I, we always kept in touch through like phone and all text and everything. But when I want to come here and then I contact him and but when I was here, of course, we we got some good sparring together. Jose, it's a man, he's a, it's a great athlete, you know, like mm-hmm. he's, he's a champion for a reason. And when it comes to like ground game, wrestling, take down the fence, it's almost impossible to take that guy down, man. Yeah. You know, uh, you know uh, fly, uh, flyweight, right? He dropped 135. Oh, yeah. He's, he, I mean, he's, um, he's, yeah, he's kind of bantamweight, 135. So he, I mean, but he's faced the who's who of the wrestlers, right? I mean, he's, he's stopped the takedowns from Frankie, Chad, all these guys, you know. Crack, he can crack. He got a heavy hands. He's, he's, he's like his knowledge for fighting it's his fighting skills 
his fighting IQ is like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, he's uh, he he's you think I mean he's got a a, a wide array of options at his weight too. I mean, there's a lot going on at at bantam weight. Do you think that Jose is still at that level to go get a belt again? Man, like so what I saw in training, he's he's there, man. You know, like. It's all about the mental, you know. If his mental, his mentality, his head is on point, it's uh, man because ability, you know, fighting ability and uh, body, you know, like he's he's healthy. I can, I think he can, he can, he can be a champion again. Like if you look at his his records, he he hasn't losing for like contenders. He's only losing for champions and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like all the guys, all the contenders that he fought, he beat all of them. You know, yeah. you know, crazy. Right. You know, and speaking of- training with him at the gym, he's so like no pressure, just like lose. Mm-hmm. Then you see like the ability, you know, the mm-hmm. skills. Yeah, oh, man, I'm. I wish I could be a fly on the wall in that gym. That would be that would be awesome. I'm down here in North Carolina. Uh, I'm near Jib O. I don't know if you've if you're familiar with it, but I I do a little bit of grappling. I, I like grappling a lot because I did uh, I wrestled in, in high school. I'm 27 now, but I like to do jujitsu and I I do a little bit of striking for fun. But you know who's been popping into my gym uh, is Chris Weidman's been coming in. He he just moved to North Carolina and. And um, I just saw, I haven't, I didn't see him, but I saw Anthony Smith was there today. So I have to have shoulder surgery in a, in a week. So I haven't been in the gym in a while, but, uh, but yeah, man. So if you're ever in North Carolina, come to Jim Mo and get a, get a roll on, man. We'd love to have you. Can't wait. Can't wait to roll again. Oh, I bet. I bet. I'm, I'm there with you. Cause I'm, I haven't rolled since probably I rolled one time since Thanksgiving and you know it's like the only thing I do for fun is grappling so I'm, it's killing me not being on the mats so I definitely uh, understand the frustration what it's like to just have that itch to get back on the, the mat but uh yeah man how long do you think it, until you get back on the mats I would say like uh, so this coming up Friday will be two weeks of surgery I will start PT with uh, three weeks uh i believe by uh by may like 18 but by may 15 uh i will be like start like training again so then i'm gonna get myself in the pre-camp like i need four weeks to get my body ready to go because i'm not gonna start like training right away Mm -hmm. fighting you know yeah i gotta do my you know get my body ready first and then I start training, you know, and then I need like six, seven weeks to get ready. I would say May, June, by the end of July, beginning of August, I think I'll be back. Okay, cool. And, you know, sooner, you know, like we never yeah. know. Yeah, I hope it is sooner. The sooner, the better. So, um, yeah. you know, speaking of all, like going back to, you know, the success that you've had in the UFC, you know, you have been a champion. You made such an impressive run at 170. You know, what keeps you so so motivated still and so fueled to go in there and, and chase more accolades and get gold? You know, what, what keeps that fire burning? Yeah, I man, I got a three years old at home, so I got to... I got to work, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, I love training and people ask me, what are you going to do when you're retired? I don't even know. I, mm-hmm. I like, I don't even think I, maybe I should think of, about it, you know, so I could plan it. But I, 
I have a hard time to thinking about it, you know, because yeah. uh, even that I wasn't getting good results at 174, like, but I lost to top contenders. And this guy, they were like, I wasn't getting knocked out and people finishing me. I was losing in close fights and decision, going five rounds, going distance. So by the time I start getting knocked out and people finishing me all over, I, it's time to stop. But like, what keeps me motivated? I, mean, I, I just love to compete. I love what I do. And I feel, I feel like the fire is still, like I want to do it. I want to train it. You know, like I don't feel like, uh, for example, like right now it's been 11 days since my surgery and that I'm getting crazy. I want to do something. I want to train. I want to spar. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what keeps me going is my body is still like, I had so much on me still. Yeah. Just, and it seems like you just still have genuine love for the game. You still enjoy it. So, I mean, that's yeah, what I, that's my, I never did anything else pretty much my whole life. Since <laughs> I was eight, when I, I'm 36, when I started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I was eight and, uh, I never had any other job. Beside, you know, being involved with fighting and training and, you know. Yeah. Do you think that maybe coaching is something that would interest you in the future or you just not interested in that? Um, it could be, you know, like open a gym. Like I'll, I'll be competing. Even when I retired, I'll be competing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for sure. I'll be training with Gi, no Gi. I will be like open for like, uh, uh, you know, like grappling matches. Because, you know, like I'm a type of guy that likes to take care of my body and I like to train. I like to be in shape and I eat well. I take good care of my body. So, yeah, yeah, I think maybe coaching, open a place and teach and uh, we'll see. I, like, <laughs> I start thinking I have a hard time. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't think I'm teaching yet. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's uh, any time close for you. I think you still got a lot of fighting going on. But I mean, that's the beautiful thing about grappling, right? Is, you know, you, you can age pretty gracefully if you're a grappler and you want to, even if you don't want to fight anymore, you'll always have grappling. You'll always be able to compete in grappling till you're old and gray. So, I mean, as long as you're taking care of yourself, eating well. So, I mean, that's, that's exciting <laughs> just to know that, that you always got that, you know, but, uh, but yeah, we're excited to see you come back in the UFC. I know, uh, that things are very high I'd have to say lightweight's got to be the most intriguing division to watch you know I mean there's there's so many so many stars there there's you and Connor and Justin and you know obviously we lost Khabib but now we got Chandler in the works you know I mean in a in a matchup with Chandler do you think you know that it it makes sense for him to get this title shot you know he's been in the UFC for one fight we watched him for just a few minutes, essentially, in the octagon. And, you know, he obviously had success. But, uh, you know, what do you take about him getting such an early crack at the title? Yeah, I think, like, maybe uh, – I think if Connor has win his last fight, it would be Connor. But uh, it could be, like, uh, 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 Poirier. But Poirier refused it, right? And – they have to find somebody and uh, he's being, you know, uh, I I think was a bit early, but like, you know, he looks ready and good for him. And uh, it's good that the vision going to move forward, you know, and uh, yeah, I think UFC probably try a different guys and didn't work out. And he was the guy 
ready and ready to go and uh he capitalized on it good for him so let's move on the division and uh good things will happen yeah absolutely how if you come back and you get another win you know do you see yourself getting a title shot um you know within the next year or so or how long do you think it would take you to get back to that position yeah you know this you know this game is this game is a crazy game you know like it's hard to say uh maybe my next fight could be for the title like you said if some somebody you know fall through and things like happen you know like and and i'll be ready you know like i'm ready to take guys ahead of me uh i even tweeted out like uh uh if khabib uh, i'll fight this line if khabib comes out from retirement to fight me i beat slam that that that's the only reason i'll go back yeah to fight some guy be you know like people like don't understand you know the meaning i I, i'm not challenging khabib i'm he's retired i get it if they if his team believe in Slan so much that he's gonna be a new champion because i know like dc you know he's on like their friends they like they train in the same gym and like when you have like a, a good leverage guys like dc talking about you khabib in your corner of course it create more like uh uh you know hype yep but like if his team believe on him so much Okay, like if you fight Islam and you beat Islam, you fight Khabib, I'll fight him. But other than that, I don't see like why, yeah, why go yeah. back. I I beat top seven guys. I've been champion that division. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't beat anybody, you know. Like <laughs> he didn't beat any top ten. He yeah. beat Drew Doba. He's tough guy, but like Benil Darius beat Drew Doba. He finished Drew Doba on the second round, and nobody was talking about Benil. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like, why are people talking about Slim? Like, oh, he's the next champion. Come on, man. Look yeah. out. You know, like, if you if you beat a top five guy and, you know, you can't fight an a unranked guy and, okay, now I'm, I'm going to be a champion next. No, slow down, man. So, <laughs> I, I'll fight him only for, for that, with, with that pain, you know? Yeah, yeah. It seems like... Other than that, does a, that, that fight doesn't interest me at all. Yes, people can say, oh, you're running from Islam. Okay, I, I fought Robbie Lawler. I fought all these killers, and I'm running from Islam. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, personally, I don't see how somebody could say you're running from him. But, you know, I, I, I know that you've taken up, especially the fighter that you've been in your career, taking fights when, when things fall through, you know, and not having that preparation like we talked about when you when you took on Paul Felder. So, you know, I don't think you're scared of anybody. And I think it's very... You know, when, I took, when I took Leon Edwards, that was in Utah, 800 <laughs> miles away from home. Yeah. I ordered a big sandwich from the gas station. I was camping with my son and in the middle of nowhere. And oh. when I received when I received a text from Dana White, hey kid, I need a I need a main event for July 20. That was like four and a half weeks. Oh man. And that was I said, okay, boss, I'm driving back home now. And I drove back home 850 miles. Wow. Um, like, that's pretty cool. Out of fight camp. Uh, that's crazy. You guys are out in Utah. That's one place that I've always wanted to go see. I bet that was beautiful. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's summertime and it's, it's so, so nice. That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, you, you've never been a uh, one to shy away from a matchup. So, I mean, I know uh, at the same time, Islam's been, 
talking only about you. It seems like you're the only guy he wants to fight. You know, he's been, I know Javier Mendez said um, after he beat Drew Dober, he thought, you know, get another crack at you and that would be his coming out party. So I think that for whatever reason, he's really got his eyes on you. But maybe, you know, maybe if, like you said, they feel as confident as they, they talk about him, maybe they'll offer yeah. you the Khabib. Uh, uh, okay, you if know. you beat the Salon, you fight Khabib. Okay, deal. <laughs> Khabib says that. Okay, if you beat Salon, come. Because I heard Khabib put like 30 grand, Chayoson said, when I was about to fight Cowboy uh, on a grappling match. Oh, wow. December, Khabib offered to go himself to the show to coach his line and he put 30 grand so they could take cowboy out and put Islam with me. Really? That's what I heard. And I didn't know that. I heard Chael Sonny said that. And uh, so funny. they really like have their eyes on me. Yeah. But he had a chance to fight Tony now because I, I got surgery. He had a chance to fight Tony. I'm sure they, they offered him that fight. He didn't want to fight Tony. I think because of religion, he, religious reasons, because he's on Hamadan or maybe, I don't know. Oh, okay. And, uh, but I believe, like, you know, and then BNU took the fight. But I believe they offered him that fight. So if he didn't took, that's his problem. Now uh, I'm moving forward to. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you. I think you definitely deserve uh, somebody matched ahead of you. Um, I know with, with Islam and his camp, they'll probably keep trying to poke at you, keep tweeting at you and whatever else they want to do to get your attention. But, uh, but you know, he's going to, he, you're still recovering from your thing. Uh, as far as a timetable goes to, for a fight to happen, when, when would be an ideal month for you to come back into the UFC? I'll say, like, I would say like, I would say end of July, beginning of August to, to play safe. You know, I don't want to rush things out. My body can respond quicker, but like, yeah, I need, I believe July or maybe August. I think that would be the date. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I appreciate I'm looking forward you. to the two fight through two or three fights this year. Two at least. Oh, okay. So you want to have two at least, possibly three before the end of the year. Yeah, okay. maybe July, August, September, October, November, or December. Yeah, another one by the end of the year. Okay. Do you see yourself as the lightweight champion come December 2021? I see, man. I see. I got, you know, I got, I got faith on me. I know I have what it takes. I know I got the skills. I know I got the mindset. And uh, I see myself as a champion. And um, that's why I'm still competing. By the moment that I don't believe on it, I'm I'm gonna hang my gloves. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I won't keep you too much longer. Thank you for joining me today, RDA. Uh, my name is Breeze, and this was the MMA Breeze Show. So hopefully we can do it again sometime. And like I said, if you're ever in North Carolina, you have my number. Shoot me a text, and I promise we'll give you some good roles out here in Gastonia, near Charlotte, North Carolina. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for awesome. having me. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for joining. Hopefully we'll do it again soon. Take care, brother. Uh, you too.